This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth, thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com. Welcome to the award-winning Folk Music Hour. folks and folkies, David here. Sad news recently of the passing of a seminal guitarist and songwriter whom the folk music hour cannot but take our hats off to. In this brief program, died in the wall folk fans will I hope stick with us, it does get loud, I hope to share the talent and legacy of Robbie Robertson, who as a boy just couldn't wait to get his hands on a guitar. I'll leave to your own search the discovery of the many lists and awards and halls of fame he came to merit and belong to, lest I encroach on space for his music. Let's start with his first major gig, playing in the Hawks for the Toronto-based rockabilly singer Ronnie Hawkins. I walk 47 miles of barbed use a golden snake for a necktie, got a brand new house on the roadside, made for rattlesnake high. Got a brand new chimney made on top, made from a human skull. Come on, Robbie, let's take a little walk, Timmy. Who do you love? Who do you love? Who do you love? Who do you love? Oh, Diddley's classic, Who Do You Love? That version live in the legendary concert film by Martin Scorsese, The Last Waltz which came after a 17-year career in a group which began as the backing band for Bob Dylan. Basement tapes, Tears of Rage, Bob Dylan and the band. The name stuck, and out on their own, the four Canadians and an American drummer were simply called The Band. Their first album, 1967's Music from Big Pink, took its name from the house near Woodstock, New York, where the famous basement was their creative hothouse. You can see why they were called a roots band, For me, this is classic American folk with a rock feel. 
from Joan Baez but as Martin Carthy says about new arrangements you can't hurt a song it's still there the band performed perhaps their most famous song The Wait as an American southern folk song with elements of country and gospel Robbie began to write it as he idly strummed his acoustic guitar thinking of the stamp below the sound hole showing his 1951 Martin D-28 was made in Nazareth, Pennsylvania, inspired the opening line. I pulled into Nazareth, was feeling about half past dead. I just need some place where I can leave my head. Hey, mister, can you tell me where a man might find a bed? Just grinned and shook my hand No was all he said Walk inside the side. 
Later, with Ringo Starr and a superb pool of worldwide talent in the playing for change format, Robbie reprised the song. Great to hear women vocalists there, The Wait, The Band, and check out Playing for Change on the Tube. The band combined barroom rock with the American New Folk Revival and became a critical and commercial success. Perhaps the best song to ever describe the end of the Civil War from the Confederate point of view, here's Robbie's masterpiece.
They drove old Dixie down, fantastic vocals from Southerner Levon Helm, who could pick rootsy mandolin. He played Loretta Lynn's dad in the movie The Coal Miner's Daughter. He later contested the royalties Robbie earned, believing he and other band members contributed both to that and to the weight. No contest here, though. The author is Dylan, and the falsetto vocals make this arrangement unique.
It's hard to exaggerate the band's importance. Musicians from the Beatles to the Grateful Dead confess admiration and cite their influence, and annual festivals and tribute shows abound, especially around Thanksgiving when the last waltz was recorded and filmed in 1976. For Robertson, it was a last hurrah. Sick of touring and seeking pastures new, in 1987, with that legacy behind him, Robertson began a solo career, composing for movies and writing and recording some quite different songs and sounds.
Angel. Of part First Nations Canadian ancestry, Jamie Royal Robertson was born an only child on July the 5th, 1943. His mother, Rosemary Dolly Chrysler, born in 1922, was Cayuga and Mohawk, raised on the Six Nations of the Grand River Reserve, southwest of Toronto. She lived with an aunt and worked at a jewellery plating factory where she met James Patrick Robertson. They married in 1942. A bundle of five arrows represented the five founding tribes of the Iroquois League. One arrow could easily be broken, but five bundled arrows would remain strong. Crossed arrows were symbols of friendship. A broken arrow was a symbol of peace. Mouse. 
Robertson's second album in 1994, Music for the Native Americans, went ever deeper into his heritage. He came up with stuff which, as far as I can gather, no one else has done. In the era of manifest destiny when the white man was bent on dispossessing First Nations people and herding them onto reservations, the ghost dance was a spiritual ritual that sought to bring back the bison and the wide-ranging lands to hunt them on. You don't stand a chance 
Ghost Dance One of the most heartbreaking chapters in the story of dispossession concerns the Cherokee. When gold was discovered in their homelands in the southeastern United States, the Cherokee Nation was forced, in 1838, to relocate to so-called Indian Territory, present-day Oklahoma. The infamous Trail of Tears, during which many died, as would most folks on a forced march from Georgia to Oklahoma. Robbie enlists Walela, sisters Rita Coolidge and Priscilla Coolidge and her daughter Laura Satterfield, to sing Cherokee Morning Song.
these days it's easy to find evidence of atrocities committed against First Nations peoples, more or less suppressed when I was a lad, facing the US cavalry that in our childhood ignorance we cheered on in our Saturday westerns, warriors would fight with courage, saying it's a good day to die. In 1998 album, Contact from the Underworld of Red Boy, Robbie Robertson doubles down on his deep dive into his roots. Here he assembles the same women who sang on Cherokee Morning Song, adds some Six Nations women singers, and with a similar bed of keyboard sounds, creates the atmospheric stomp dance. Moonlight fires are kindled 
Since learning that it stems from Columbus's voyage to find India by sailing west, I've hesitated to use the word Indian to describe the original peoples of the Americas, North and South. But if Robbie can use it, well, 
perhaps that's all right. In the song Unbound, Robbie expresses that yearning for the wide open spaces that we in the South Pacific know well. Unbound. fences unbound. The sentiment echoed in the don't fence me in of cowboy songs. Trouble was they took other people's wide open spaces to feel it in. Robbie Robertson's last album, titled Cinematic and released in 2019, had a song which speaks to me of the breakup of the band, perhaps reflecting a slightly bitter aftermath where other former members claimed a share of his songwriting royalties. There's no doubt that the night they drove old Dixie down owes a debt to Levon Helm's vocals. His Arkansas accent is perfect to express the heartbreak about the way the Union Army laid waste the Confederacy. There's a schism still in the present day America that seems even less of a United States than ever. And the legacy of Jim Crow will takes centuries to heal. The song title is also that of a documentary about Robertson and the band which came to the Len Lye Cinema in New Plymouth oh, not too long after it premiered at the Toronto Film Festival. Tomorrow 
another day Some things weren't meant to last When the curtain comes down On the final act And you know you're no deep inside There's no going back We're brothers, brothers no more. We lost our way after the war. Can't even remember what we're fighting for. But once we're brothers. There's no more We already had it up Between the north and south When we heard all the lies Coming out of your mouth But we stood together Like we were next of kin And when the band played Dixie They came marching Once were brothers Brothers no more We lost our connection After the war There'll be no encore Once we're brothers Brothers no more were brothers reflecting the bereft emotions when a band breaks up or breaks down. Robbie Robertson was inducted into the Canadian Songwriters Hall of Fame, received a Lifetime Achievement Award from the National Academy of Songwriters and was awarded his nation's highest honour, the Order of Canada. He has made a memorable contribution to the American folk blues rock tradition and perhaps more than any other musician has enhanced our understanding of the troubled history of the American and Canadian nations. As he said, you don't stumble upon your heritage, it's there, just waiting to be explored and shared. If you found the drums a bit loud in this program, bear in mind that in the folk musics of the majority of world cultures, drumming is significant. As a child of the Southern Hemisphere who was deeply influenced by Dee Brown's Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee and moved by the wisdom of Chief Seattle and Black Elk and indeed lived in a teepee for a while, reading my son The Lord of the Rings by lamplight beside the fire, I feel as close as a Pākehā Kiwi can, I think, to the tragedy of the First Nations peoples of the great continent. 
It's too easy for the white man to say, bygones, let's forget about it and go forward. Farmers in Taranaki have grown rich on land confiscated from Māori. The swathe of slaughter by Cameron's army is our own trail of tears. Our oldest New Plymouth church holds the colours of those regiments and we are way behind where we could be in righting wrongs and paying compensation for our racist conquest of Aotearoa, believing in our own manifest destiny and smoothing the pillow of a dying race. And yet, each November the 5th, there's a peace festival at the marae west of the mountain of the people of Parihaka, scene of an atrocity in 1881 which was as bad as Sand Creek or Wounded Knee, but which we are only beginning to come to terms with. The English are great at sweeping things under the carpet, and history is of course written by the victors, but the defeated are better at forgiveness than they are given credit for. You'll be familiar with funeral notices which ask folks that in lieu of flowers would they kindly donate to such and such a charity. In Robbie's case he asked that such gifts go to the Six Nations people his mother and he belonged to, to use for the betterment of their citizens, young and elderly. Out of the deep grieving and a profound understanding of his First Nations roots, Robbie Robertson writes this song. Thanks for listening. We're signing off with Let Love Rain. Take us All I got is
Listening to the Folk Music Hour, a weekly broadcast on Access Radio Taranaki, thanks to New Zealand On Air, Itadangi Te Motu. All our shows are available to podcast. Just search for Folk Music Hour. Kia ora.